This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Tuesday. Good to have you with us here on this day after Labor Day. As we kind of slide into fall, a little, little more of a feel of fall in the weather, which is fine. Fall always seemed like a, a, a fresh start. I know spring is supposed to be that season where you know, things are springing forth, new life, that sort of thing. But fall, to me, always had that feeling of some starting something new. I guess maybe it goes back to school days, which are way, way in my past in the, this, right now. But, uh, you know, just... Uh, it's kind of nice to feel a little bit of a change in the weather and great to have you with us here on KGMI Connects. Whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. I was driving over the weekend on I-5 down, heading down towards Seattle and one of the, you know, one of the sea of cars going either north or south on that freeway and I was thinking about the high price we pay for gasoline, for fuel in general. And I mean, it seems like people are still driving (laughs) in spite of what we're paying. Uh, We're sucking it up and paying what it costs to to keep driving and keep driving fast. But but, uh, that aside, I think, uh, you know, I I think it's pretty pretty apparent that um, the uh, anti- well, I guess what what do you, what is it the, the the carbon carbon pricing system that's in place here in Washington as of the first of the year is, is responsible for a good chunk of the the higher price that we pay than other states. Um, and I don't if it if it if it helps to to trend our use downward, it kind of makes sense. It would be nice though if if that windfall that the state is seeing is is more more clearly defined i think it would be a good for the the pr of the whole program if where that money is going was better better defined i mean so, you know put it toward programs that would actually that people could actually tap into i'm you know i i think programs that would uh, uh you know maybe offer rebates for oh putting a more efficient heating and cooling systems in homes or and and that would be available to most anybody that would uh, apply for them. Uh, just make it more apparent or more um, more transparent is what I'm trying to say as far as where that money, that extra money that we're paying is going. And then maybe it wouldn't be so uh, controversial. But just some thoughts I had as I was driving along I-5 this weekend. But we want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind, here on this Tuesday, 360-676-5464. And uh, let's... Check in with our friend Majid. Hi, Majid. You're going to be kidding me again. <laughs> I, I'm kidding you over what? <laughs> I'm I'm the first one again. <laughs> you are. I, I you know I I think you're. I'm a, not you're ready good, yet. Oh, okay. I'll put you on hold and you can get your thoughts no, together. No, it's okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I got a lot on my mind. I'm an old guy, but uh-huh. uh, I I still can you know. I can just uh, do it. Okay. <laughs> Let's dive so, in. What's on, what's on Majid's mind? It's, it's been good. Good. Yeah. CO2, huh? 
What, what's that? About carbon, carbon, uh-huh. CO2. CO2, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I haven't driven, Joe, for four years. You haven't Am driven? Am I doing good in my share? Yeah. Hmm. You haven't driven at all. How do you get around? No, because I get dizzy. I can't drive. Okay. I haven't been driving for four or five years, and my car is going to uh, deteriorate. <laughs> Well, maybe you ought to sell it and get something out of it before it... Uh... No, I can't. I already told the Social Security Disability, I said, I'm going to leave it for uh, emergency. Okay. Like my but... son says, yeah, I don't want to sell it because uh-huh. if you sell it, then there's a resource. That means you make money. Uh-huh. It's against, it's no-no. <laughs> oh, uh, that would go. That would count against your disability payments. Yes, oh. yes, yes. I Even see. my plot. I have a fly, plot in uh, Ferndale, uh-huh. which was given to me by a friend. Okay. Because she moved to Emirates. Okay. Yeah, and they told me how much is worth. I said six hundred dollars. And uh, he asked me if I want to sell it. I said, no, sir. I'm going to keep it so I can bury it there. Okay. <laughs> you want got to hold on to your real estate there, my G. <laughs> real estate. <laughs> I, said, I asked uh, uh, the lady who's in charge over there, I said, can I park my RV there? <laughs> so, yeah, that way... When I die, my son can just kick me off the RV uh-huh. and put me in the hole. Okay. <laughs> but she didn't go for that, I take it. That I think the RV would take yeah. up more of a, yeah, have more of a footprint than uh, than your carcass, <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. So anyhow, I heard that Joe Biden is working with Iran. Okay. Yeah, he's going to release some money. As far as the, uh, you know, there was some money, like billions of dollars, froze mm-hmm. during uh, Bush. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, uh, Biden wants to release that, you know, because Iran now is uh, kind of slowing down on the, on the, they're uranium. Yeah, the uranium enrichment. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So and um, I have uh, relatives. They work in that plant. You know, they're all engineers and doctorate, you know, mm-hmm. physicists and everything. Okay. They're running the uranium in home and carriage. You know where they are? Where I'm sorry, where they where they are physically? Home. Yeah, okay. cities. Okay. Yeah, we they have their uranium factory there. Okay, so you have relatives yeah. that actually work there in the facility. Yes. Okay. They are doctorates. They are uh, physicists. You know. Right. And they're very smart people. These are the ones that they were supposed to want to come here. Uh-huh. As uh, uh, asylum, mm-hmm. I told him go to uh, go to Mexico and come from Tijuana is easier. Okay, <laughs> I see. <laughs> yes, it is because the border down there is open. 
Okay. All right. Yes, it is. Okay. 200,000 people came last month. Okay. Right. And, yeah, it's so easy. And if they want to come here, that's how it is. And then get married, get your green card. Then you're going to make the big bucks. But they, 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 you know, okay, okay. But, um, all right. Go ahead. No, I'm, 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 that's Tell me your input. I, I don't know that I, <laughs> that I'd encourage them to come here illegally. I, I suppose it's that if illegally. they were, I mean, if they're, if they're, if they're nuclear scientists, I suspect they could probably find a, a path no, toward, no, uh, toward uh, asylum. They don't have money, Joe. Okay. okay. Well, you gotta have big money uh-huh. to come by a uh, legal way. Uh, well, see, there you go. These guys are doctors. They have no money. Huh. Zero amount. Yes. They don't make. They only have money. education. Okay. All right. They only have education. But okay. United States is not gonna take them like that. You gotta have money and education, or having people who will support you mm-hmm. and sponsor you. Okay. Well, they can Ask request asylum. I I don't know what that how that whole process works, but um, well, I know. I would think I would think that a nuclear scientist that affecting from Iran's nuclear program would probably be someone who'd be kind of attractive to the powers that be here. But uh, anyway, yes. Okay. But the thing is, is is a lot of uh, loophole. Uh, there are a lot of hoops you have to you know <laughs> jump in. And do it. Okay. There are so many ways. And the first one, the best one, is money, which they don't have. Oh, okay. All right. But they have education. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. That's all they got to offer. So if you know any ladies who want to marry these scientists, okay, let me know. Okay, I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll put the word out. <laughs> <laughs> any <laughs> any women out there that interested in a smart uh, but broke Iranian, Iranian scientist? There we yes. go. We got the connection You're here like with Majid. Cat. All right, all right, Majid. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> Give us a call tomorrow. And tell us what else is on your mind. That's interesting. All right. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment on your your PR and and uh, money raising. Okay. And to uh, uh, you know, I I think that government isn't happy until they have all our money. All our money, okay. Uh, well, that might be an exaggeration, but as much <laughs> as they can get. Okay. I mean, l- look at Washington's fifteen billion dollar uh, surplus, and yet they come up with this carbon tax. And, you know, I mean, anything they can do to get more money. Now, what is this $15 billion for? Why don't they give it back? I I realize it's kind of a difficult problem uh, uh, figuring who gets what, but uh, I don't know how it ever rose to $15 billion. And I was reading an article today about the government – Debt is at the end of uh, September. It's going to be two trillion dollars more. Mm-hmm. It, it was a trillion dollars last year or this year, 
But come September 20th, it's going to be two trillion dollars now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just recently, uh, Fitch, the credit reporting agency, downgraded the U.S. Uh, credit rating to two A plus. Mm-hmm. And now we we used to, we used to be one of the most solvent uh, companies or countries in in the world. I mean, uh, as far as credit ratings go. Right. But now there's there's only Germany, Denmark, Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, Switzerland, Luxembourg, Singapore, and Australia. They're all double A rated still. Uh-huh. Uh And and last last uh, I think it was 2009, uh, Standard and Poor's downgraded the U.S. to double A plus, and now Fitch has done it. And there's only three credit ratings, so that only leaves Moody left. So you know, I mean, I mean, spending money is government's. Uh, primary objective, I, I think, and the only way they're they're going to get it is to is to make us pay for it. All right, okay, Bruce. Thank you. Thanks for your call. And you know, I mean, the the downgrading of our debt wasn't uh, necessarily because of our spending or because of our level of debt, but rather because of the constant squabbling over and the standoffs in Washington D.C. over whether or not we'll continue to pay that debt. Um, We've never defaulted on our debt, but the, it keeps coming up as as a possibility, and uh, now it's we're on the, the the doorstep of that once again, and having that same debate or watching that same debate going on in Washington D.C. Do we pay for the bills that we've already run up, and that's what really affects our credit rating. And just like us as individuals, we run up a big credit card bill, and then we decided. Oh well, I'm not going to pay it because I just, you know, I'm I I don't think I really owe that much, or I shouldn't owe that much, so I'm not going to pay that uh, bill for the next couple of months while I, you know, argue with my spouse over it. Well, we'll take a quick break. Be back with more three six zero six seven six five four six four. Question: Do you know what's going on in your attic? Is this one of your Halloween themed knock knock jokes? I'm serious. When was the last time you looked? Honestly, never. I don't know what's going on in my attic. Trust me, it's better to know. We had attic projects come out last week. Not only did they get rid of the rats, but they also replaced the damaged insulation, and they even did an energy assessment. You're telling me I have to face that musty crawl space? You better. If it's smelling musty, it could be mold. Call Attic Projects. They'll ease your mind. They are the attic and crawl space experts. Fine, you've convinced me for long-term attic and crawl space solutions backed by a 10-year warranty call attic projects today every project comes with a free home inspection detailed photo documented report and state-of-the-art remediation technology attic projects treat your property like their own do it right do it once with attic projects the attic and crawl space experts call them today at 360-392-5471 that's 360-392-5471 my daughter she's six years old now well soon to be she's 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 a go-getter man she has a she's a boss lady I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy, um, let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. (laughs) Beautiful. I love the little girl. I like her heart. 
she'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey dad, need your credit card. <laughs> you know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch. And that's what she does. She comes in here and she pretends she owns the place. And matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday. And uh, let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm all right. All right. You were listening to Dennis Prager once again. Yes. I'd like to respond to uh, Bruce's call. I'll point out for the however many times it is that uh, the taxes that uh, go to the government aren't flushed down the toilet. They're spent on very good things. And if you're trying to assess who's paying the least or should be paying, then you should start with the bloated military budget because it's way, way higher than any non-existent social programs we have, all of which have that do exist have to be paid for except SSI. So when Michael Frenny says that why should the taxpayers pay or why should businessmen overseas particularly uh, uh, spend uh, $2 and to save uh, $1 of investment. Well, it's, it's because you have to count who's uh, paying the $2 to protect the $1. It's the taxpayers. And that's the way imperialism always works, which we are an imperial nation. So uh, as far as Dennis Prager, uh, he says this. He goes, Mao and Stalin were the biggest mass murders in history, and Hitler was third. So I think what you have to understand is in the West in general, and certainly in our country, uh, you cannot get away with saying anything good about Stalin. And he may have been, uh, I don't have a perfect knowledge of his uh, his evils, but I've done some research. Montclair State University in New Jersey has a man named Grover Fur, and he's been studying these things a long time. He's one of the few voices that will actually give a different perspective. So you, you just can't find anything. He says they, they won't publish. No one will publish a book that even has a little bit of pro-Sovietism in there, like Michael Prendy would say. Okay. And so, you know, and, the, and I keep reiterating this, too. Uh, Dennis, Dennis Prager and others, uh, he special, especially Rush Limbaugh, never have real opposition, like Gore Vidal, Michael Prendy, Noam Chomsky, who's still alive, doing the best he can, Jeffrey St. Clair, there's plenty of them. And that's why I said that Michael Prendy would clean um, any rational, curious mind that they're trying to be good, he would clean his clock, Dennis Prager, because Dennis Prager will not take, like most of most all those shows that are mostly right-wing. Okay. They can't have a debate because they'd probably lose, at least the, the morality part of it, and okay. probably the rest of it, too. So right. that's uh, my comments. I, I'll stick around if you have a, want me to say anything further, but I'll thank you for letting me uh, bag my time, too. Okay, Jim. Uh, you know, I I guess I don't really have a response so much that I don't know that that uh, I, we could come up with too much positive about uh, Stalin, for instance, or uh, Mao for that big that that matter. Um, but uh, you know, I, I we'll, we'll we'll continue our conversation. 
Okay, right. well, famine, uh, a lot of the people that died in China and uh, Russia were caused by famine, which right. is not a state policy. They're, they're not going to create famine. That's usually a weather, a climate, or a uh, uh, pesticides or things or pests that eat them all. Usually some sort of drought or something causes famine. That was probably one of the big ones. And, yeah, but and, these uh, were Stalin systems, never too. Had a program. Uh, I had well, a yeah, but program. A, all right, I know, but Stalin, come on. I mean, Stalin, if. If you were a dissident in any way, shape, or form, you you disappeared, or you went to a gulag, and you uh, spent horrible, horrible years in a gulag if you were able to survive it. Um, I, I, you know, I mean, just you know, from that perspective, and I mean, these, I, I guess, and and I, I, you know, I, we could look at these systems as you know, f- from a romantic perspective, but I think we have to be realistic that they were imposed. With a by a brutal hand, and um, they, 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 you could say that, for instance, the Soviet system, it did take the 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 economy of Russia and those satellite states from being largely agrarian and 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 poor, and and very quickly turned them into industrial powers to one degree or another. However, they yeah. weren't they Scientists. weren't they were weren't terribly efficient and. Uh, and there was a lot of there was a lot of suffering that went along with all that. So I, I guess you know you can look at the good and the bad, and we do that, and we have to do that with our country as well. I, like you say, I think we need to look with a, a critical eye at, at mistakes that have been made and and um, and suffering that's happened here in our country as we've grown and become what we are. But I I don't know. I think. Uh, anyway, uh, just just my thoughts here on this. That's all right, Jill. Thanks for letting me on. And one last point is that, um, you know, people will, but uh, he, uh, Stalin had to prepare for 10 years. He said that we have 10 years to catch up with the West or we shall perish. And so well, yeah, despite but, of the crimes that he may or may have committed, uh, they had to build up and industrialize because they, they did defeat Hitler, who was the, they did, the Western right. European powers wanted him the turn east, which he did, and that was the greatest casualties of all were on the Eastern Front. So well, thanks and for helping, was, you, or you, me on. You bet, absolutely, Jim. But it wasn't the first time that uh, that Russia or uh, uh, you know Russia had had repelled invaders from uh, the West, and uh, that that had, had happened throughout history. But uh, thanks for your call, Jim. Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hey, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah, I just love it when Jim gets on and. Soft pedals his communist talking points. It's like, hey, maybe if Stalin hadn't signed that non-aggression pact with Hitler, he wouldn't have been double-crossed. Well, maybe. You know? Mm. Um, But, um, uh, okay, uh, I was going to talk about organ donation. And uh, Rich from from Ferndale called in last Friday talking about some of the racial disparities that are involved in organ donation. Um, And I just want to make make it clear to everybody that it's not like there's racists running the organ donation, okay. uh, uh, you know, bank and everything. The, the problem is like, ideally, if you needed a new, a new, another kidney, cause you had, you know, kidney failure or whatever, the ideal person that you would want to get that kidney from would be your identical brother. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have an identical twin brother, then, you know, that's why they do tissue typing and, you know, uh, you have to go on, if you get an organ donation, like heart or lungs or kidney or eyes or whatever, you have to go on immunosuppression drugs so that your body doesn't reject the, the organ mm-hmm. until you get to a certain point. Um, 
organ donation. My my, uh, I've talked about it before. My my 18 year old sister was killed in the early 80s by a drunk driver, and I had thought about the time I had spoke with my my sister about it, and you know, organ do- donation was something that she thought, oh well, that's kind of cool. She never wrote it down or anything, mm-hmm. but when I brought it up to my parents, you know, because she was in a irreversible coma, and uh, you know. Uh, slowly, slowly fading, I brought it up. And the thing is, I could have lived with it because I thought, I think of organ donation as passing the gift of life mm-hmm. onto someone else, right? Or sight or, you know, it, it, whatever it is. But my parents could not live with, uh, with that. Uh, you know, they thought of it like a desecration of her body okay. or parting her out. And, you know, everyone's entitled to their point of view. I didn't push it anymore because, you know, I mean, well, we weren't going to agree on it. But that is part of the reason why in black and Hispanic and uh, um, neighborhoods in, you know, they oh. they do not uh, – they haven't uh, adopted that idea of organ donation mm-hmm. as much as, say, you know, middle-class white people. There's, still, there's lots more white – organ donors out there and 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 uh then there are hispanic and, and black and that's why there's a disparity it isn't because of open open racist policies or anything it's just su- supply there's not enough black people and hispanic people in but the I country mean, who sign up for organ donation but transplants can be done you know transracial transplants can be done i don't know that uh, a per a heart uh, you know knows what uh, race that it comes from, does it? I, I don't know. Oh, that, you that. have to have you have to be a close tissue match. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Because it, immunosuppressant drugs are involved in everything. Yeah. And one more one more quick thing. One of the callers got on me about riding my uh, bicycle, thinking that I'm, you know, that, that when I'm riding my bike, I think I'm saving the world. No, I'm just saving money. Okay. There we go. All right. Thanks, John. I'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We'll hear from uh, Tim, Robert, Michael, and we'll have time to squeeze you in, too, here on KGMI Connects 360-676-5464. Attention business owners and managers. Secure your table today for Cascade Radio Group's Fall Job Fair, Wednesday, September 13th in Bellingham at Four Points by Sheraton from 3 till 7 p.m. Registration deadline is Thursday. If you have full-time, part-time, or even seasonal jobs for the holidays, you need to hire now. Don't miss this event. Secure your table by Thursday's deadline. For details and to register, talk to your Cascade Radio Group rep or send an email to jobfair at cascaderadiogroup.com. That's jobfair at cascaderadiogroup.com. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. We all have our go-tos, right? The doctor you trust, the dentist you rely on, the restaurant you love. What makes them your go-to? It's trust, isn't it? Hi, this is Dan from Bellingham Automotive, your go-to for auto repairs in Whatcom County since 1991. Whether you're using your car for ride-sharing, delivery services, mobile office, maybe just a taxi for your kids and their friends, 
or it's just personal transportation. We're here to keep you on the road. We're proud to have a team of technicians and service advisors who have been with us for years. They can help you find that strange noise or figure out what that warning light is trying to tell you. They can perform regular maintenance to keep your car up to date and your new car warranty intact. We know you're busy, so we also offer a local shuttle service and an after-hour drop-off and pickup options to help take the hassle out of your auto repair. So if you don't have a trusted go-to for your vehicles, please give us a call at 360-676-5200 or visit bellinghamautomotive.com to schedule an appointment. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's go to Tim and Everson. Hey, Tim. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Absolutely go ahead. Absolutely beautiful day, Joe. Yeah. Uh, a couple quick comments, okay. and then to my subject is, I think Jim is absolutely 100% delusional. I'll okay. say that. Oh, yeah. Uh, second thing is, John did bring up a good point about uh, organ donors. And it's real easy, and you can even request from the Department of Licensing to get a replacement license for free with a little heart on it that shows you that you're an organ donor, and you should let somebody close to, to you know, hey, I'm an organ donor in case something happens. And it, it, it for those who aren't adverse to it, it's a really easy, simple simple thing to do uh-huh. so i mean just for those who are out there i mean how do i do that what do i do it's that easy okay. you just get that little heart on your your driver's license or state id if that's what you got and and it's done uh-huh. okay so then on gas prices you know you and i have gone back and forth about this carbon trade and cap or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but your monologue could not have been more spot on today, in my opinion. If we're going to okay. pay it, let's see where it's going. What is it doing? Yeah. Now, last Wednesday or Thursday, I took a lady to the grocery store. We went to the grocery store. She said, hey, I have 60 cents fuel rewards left. Uh, and they're going to expire here in the next day. Uh-huh. You want to use them? And I thought, well, I have two 19-gallon tanks on my truck. And I thought, oh, okay, what the heck? It was 506. So I paid 446. I saved 12 bucks. Okay. I happened to be going by there like two or three days later, and it went from 506 to 531. Hmm. So something's got to give here. And like you say, people will start. I mean, I don't know. In in school season and kids are, you know, first of all, that's going to cost the government some money. I don't know. I guess they're tax-free. But And then I heard on 
on one show or another, might have been this weekend, that with all the detours, the, the bus drivers are having to go out of their way to drop off five, six kids. Uh, I'd, and, and one last point. Okay. You had a lady, and it might have, I think it was you, that she called up and she said, we need to get that pole road fixed. Uh-huh. That road is scary, Joe. Yeah, that stretch. I but, mean, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no shoulder, and there are parts of that where, where uh, the the asphalt is buckling up a foot or eighteen inches into the road, hmm. and you have the big travel or the big gravel trucks coming out of uh, Cowden that come down that road all the time, and boy, we can spend how much for a a fish passage, but we can't get that road safe. All right. I think I think it's okay. a good point. I think it should be widened, yeah. But that'll be quite an investment, too. But thanks, Tim. Appreciate yeah. it. All right. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Yeah, I agreed with your monologue also about it would be good to know where the Car, where the uh, cap-and-trade money goes. I think cap-and-trade is really complicated, and I, I do think we should pay more for, well, people should pay more for for gasoline in order to reduce climate change, even though it's kind of a regressive tax. But mm-hmm. to me, it still is, well, I, I'm a bicyclist, so I don't buy and I don't buy oil, but I do uh, eat food and stuff like that. And compared to rent or health care costs, it still seems like pocket change. And other countries pay a lot more, like Canada pays more. But I think we'd be better off if it was a straightforward carbon tax. And the, it was on the ballot in Washington as a carbon tax, and the voters did vote it down. And the first carbon tax would have lowered the sales tax tax. The money would have automatically gone to slightly lowering the sales tax, but uh-huh. it didn't pass the voters. And then there are a lot of organizations that, that they were complaining because it they weren't consulted and they weren't in on the planning process. So they did another carbon tax a few years later to the ballot with all these other organizations behind it, labor unions, tribes, and so forth. And it was more complicated, and it got voted down, too. Uh-huh. But people didn't understand it. But I'd like to see uh, – I think part of the problem is we – people are worried about climate change, but they don't want to – it's kind of like it's always good to – try and do something about but then if we have to pay more nobody wants to do that right (laughs) exactly but that i like you said i think if if we know we can see where the proceeds of what we're paying into where that money is going and if we have an opportunity to tap into it i don't know if just lowering the sales tax would be effective because i guess yeah i think we have to admit the goal is to get people to use less gasoline or less less fossil fuel whether it's gasoline or diesel and uh, so you make it more expensive so people use less. And then, but then if you just turn around and give them money back to offset that, then, well, then won't they use that to buy more gas? You know what I mean? But yeah. if, it, if it put it into a program where, okay, if I do this and then make this improvement in my life and, you know, that, that does help help forward that goal or get us toward that goal of uh of reducing or taking you know taking some measures to reduce cl- um uh emissions 
then yeah. it makes sense. And then then you're 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 it's a double whammy kind of. But all right, no, let, I, let, let people I know. I think a, a lot of the money needs to go to things like putting a shoulder on the Blaine Road because I avoid that road too. And right. and if we do have safer roads, uh, better, more bike paths, better transit, then there's less traffic maybe too. So that might yeah. help the car drivers too. All right. So yeah. you can use the money for that type of thing too, to improve transportation and alternative transportation. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Robert. A uh, quick break and back with more. We have Michael, Steve, for Rich, and you in just a moment here on KG Mike Connect. You love what you find. Wilson's Furniture Labor Day sale is on, and what a better way to reward all your labor this year than with a new mattress, a Serta iComfort Eco mattress, to be precise. And you can save up to $900 on an adjustable base Serta iComfort mattress during Wilson's Labor Day sale, taking a load off your back and your budget. And that's not all you'll find during the Labor Day sale at Wilson's. There are savings to be found throughout the showroom, dining, living room, and bedroom. In the patio department, you'll find end-of-the-season blowout pricing on the biggest selection of patio furniture north of Seattle. Football season is here and Wilson's has a big selection of sectionals, motion furniture for any size room or man cave. And at Wilson's Furniture, if a piece of furniture is on the showroom floor, it's available to take home that day. Of course, Wilson's will also happily special order a piece for you. Don't miss out on the savings you'll find right now at Wilson's. Online 24-7 at wilsonhomefurnishings.com. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. This is Steve Jostens with Hinton Chevrolet, and I would like to invite you to our completely remodeled service department for your next vehicle appointment. A completely new look with the same great staff and service. And yes, we kept the massage chairs for all our customers to enjoy and relax in while we perform your service. Hinton Chevrolet, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden across from McDonald's or online at HintonMotors.com. How does free beer sound? That's right, free beer. This week with PNW Perks, you can get a $50 gift certificate to Menace Brewing for just $25. That's $25 of free beer this week with PNW Perks. You don't need to go to Boston to find a place where everybody knows your name. Menace Brewing in Bellingham's Fountain District is family-owned and operated and pet and family-friendly. So when you're at Menace Brewing, you're always with family. Whether you're looking for a place to catch a soccer match, test yourself on trivia night, or grab some delicious food from one of their rotating food trucks, Menace Brewing is your friendly neighborhood brewery. Stop by from noon till 10 daily and enjoy a refreshing craft pint. Bring your friends and make some new ones. So next time you'd like to get away, head to Menace Brewing on the corner of the Guide and West North Street in Bellingham. This Thursday, you can score $50 to spend at Menace Brewing for just $25. Find the details and get in on the savings at pnwperks.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are, and we go to Steve in Ferndale. Hi, Steve. Hey, Joe. You know, if yeah. you want to, everybody wants to know why the United States credit got downgraded by uh, 
what was it, standards and four and stitches down yeah. to double uh-huh. A plus. Moody still has it to triple A. Thanks, Moody. But, you know, the reason that the standards and four and fishes uh, gave is fiscal dysfunction because they're tired of seeing every time it's time to raise the debt limit, mm-hmm. which never used to be even an issue, you know? They raised in a, the Democratic Congress under Reagan raised it 18 times um, without any problem, right? It's the Republicans. Every time the Republicans get in charge of one of our chambers of Congress, they have a House right now, and there's a Democratic president. Why? They're not going to raise the debt ceiling unless the president caves to their demand for massive cuts into social services and all the programs they want to cut. Things they couldn't get done legislatively. They just do it by threatening to not raise the debt limit. And uh, so it's just, it's them throwing a tantrum. That's why we got downgraded. It's the Republican Party, especially those people up in the House who uh, just don't understand, they don't even care what it does to the U.S. dollar in the, in the global economy. They don't care that all kinds of people aren't going to get checks because of this. They just care about getting their their demands met yeah, in kind of a crappy way, if you ask me. All right, Steve. Well, I guess we, you know, we all, all we hear over and over is that, uh, you know, investors and the business world, they want, they want to, they, they, they want, they, they treasure consistency and, and they want to know, they want to know that things will be steady and stable. They want stability. And uh, when there's this constant turmoil over whether or not we'll pay our debt, that uh, I, that's really what is at root uh, here, at the root of uh, these downgrades and and concern over our, our credit worthiness as a nation. But thanks, Steve. Let's go to Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael. Joe, how are you today? I'm doing well. How about you? No, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Very yeah. good show today. Um, you know, for John and Ferndale, if we wanted more people to be able to uh, donate you know, be organ donors, which I agree with, we should stop aborting viable people. Okay. Be more pro-life. So okay. there's that. Um, as far as COVID shots go, you know, Jill Biden is positive for COVID again. She's had two shots and two boosters. Harold Ford Jr. has had seven shots, and he's tested positive for COVID for the third time. So if you've been vaccinated, you're more likely to get COVID this time around, according to what studies are showing for everybody. Um, and, and I kind of wanted to change the topic of what I called about initially. Okay. I think you know, a lot of the callers we have here need to understand. We, we, stop being, we need to stop being so partisan. Okay. Okay. I think there's, I think there's some middle ground okay. that everybody here can agree on. Okay. All right. And I and I'm going to name those five topics right now. And I think that both Democrats and Republicans can agree that we have a problem with number one, government corruption. Okay. Number two, possible election fraud or manipulation. Number three, media manipulation or censorship, also known as content moderation. Uh, food modification. You know, things that are being added into our food genetically and modified, uh-huh. and also bioweapons that okay. are being created in laboratories. And I think 
All of those things are things that we should be concerned about, regardless if you're a Republican or a Democrat. There's these things that are happening on both sides Uh of the aisle. And rather than saying, well, you know, this guy did that, Hunter did this, but, you know, Jared Kushner did that. Why don't we hold a candle to everybody and hold them accountable and, and demand accountability and transparency? And I think we should all reach across the aisle to each other and demand just that, accountability and transparency for everything. All right. I, I mean, that sounds good. I think I, I, the, where the issue comes in, though, I think, is where the, the, the perspective that we bring to these different arenas as far as, I, I, you know, what, what is believable, what's, what's, what is right, what's honest. And, uh, but I don't disagree with you. I think uh, I, that's a great place to start. And let's, let's start talking about that. The manipulation part comes in, Joe. you got to be aware of the media manipulation portion of it. Right. And it all becomes really clear. Okay. All right, Michael. Thanks for your call. Thanks so much. All right. Let's see. Let's go to, uh, let's see, Rod in Bellingham. Hey, Rod. Hey, what's happening there? Not too much. <laughs> good to have you. Well, likewise. Thank you very much there. You're doing a good job. I like your opening there. That was such a, a very nice, soft way of saying that we're being taxed without representation. Because <laughs> if you don't know where the money is going, how do you know if you're being represented or not? Okay. Well, and so you, you, you said that very softly. Yeah. I think you ought to run for, not run for politics, but work for somebody in politics. Well, I'm playing. I'm I, playing. I've, with you. I've got to be more, more, um, yeah, more I'm, diplomatic I'm in my, in my rhetoric since I've been doing this show. But, but I think, I it, but I'm, I'm comfortable doing that. I think, I, I think we could all be a little more diplomatic in how we, uh, you know, talk with each other and that sort of thing. So. I, I agree. We just, we just have to be careful. And I speak to myself as well, that we're not intellectually being dishonest mm-hmm. to the point where we find you know, clever, clever ways or ways that we can even rationalize ourselves, getting ourselves to go, oh, you know, I can, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt or whatever. And so, no, the, the, the real root in a lot of this stuff is following the money. Even the, the last caller there that brought up um, bioweapons, all of those topics can really be pointed toward following the money, even the last one. You know, and and I'll might be a little controversial uh, controversial on this, but even COVID nineteen. I mean, I'm on record as saying at the very beginning of this whole thing that it was about. I know it was about many things, but it was about getting the interest rate up to eight percent, and that ever since the housing bubble, the banks were bleeding money, and they found a way, or they found an opportunity to raise the interest rate, and this is where we're at. And I didn't realize how dead on I was going to be. People were cross-eyed when I was first bringing this up to them. And I think I was on the radio even bringing that up. So, so, so it, the banks were, the but so you think the banks were complicit in helping create the? No, I, I think cause the pandemic, or I think our um, leaders. Pretty, okay, I, I know, I know, and I, I think our leaders were complicit in that. Hmm. And okay. and what I do is so when you start throwing money out and not enough people making the product, you have inflation. I mean, I'm being very simplistic there, but those who, right. who hear me, they, they know what I'm talking about. And it worked like a charm. It was amazing. So 
but once again, I would I would say because you know here in our in our in our political system, at the very least, uh, you know, a recession or you know causing a recession or uh, you know when a recession happens under a president. So when you go back to the first President Bush, I mean, you know, recession oh, yeah. really <laughs> sunk him and his presidency, made him a one-term president, and. When it happens, you know, and so I don't see as a, you know, that being a winning formula for, uh, and because, you know, here, Donald Trump, you know, okay, agreed to the shutdown of the economy initially, but then was all about opening things back up because he knew that uh, it was going to hurt him politically. That, uh, but so I don't see that. Let's save the let's oh. save in the banking system, or let's make the banking system more profitable at the expense of the rest of the economy. I don't see that as making a whole lot of political sense. You know what I'm it saying? Was about, it's, uh, it, it was about the world. Okay. It was. It's, yeah. It, it, if right. you well, if you follow okay. the formulas, okay. and you just go even go back in history and you look, it's all manipulated. Even with our rating right now. Again, someone can say, "Hmm, these well, these clowns can't get their act sure. together, so we're gonna we're gonna knock them down." So it's like, I mean, it's more complicated <laughs> than that, but it's like well, this is how easily the monetary system is manipulated. Well, it can it, be it yeah. in in certain areas, but I think once again, it's like talking about you know the manipulating the election of twenty twenty. I mean, the the conspiracy. And the secrecy involved would have had to been massive. And I mean, when we're talking about a global pandemic, then it's the conspiracy would have had to be massive. It wouldn't just be a few guys hiding in the, you know, whatever these, uh, you know, the these wealthy, you know, uh, oligarchs getting together and saying this is what we're going to do to the rest of the world. It's not that simple. I think. No, uh, it's not. And I and I give you that. But if you're at the if you're at the crux of Creating policy, it can be done. I mean, who was that right. um, that well. fellow that once said, uh, uh, the, um, "Give me the give me the power to print someone's um, to print someone's money, and I, and I care not for their laws." It was, okay. I'm, I'm not saying it exactly okay. right, but okay. there is a there is a statement of that, and somebody will will get that tomorrow, I'm sure, and break that down. But I'm just trying to pull that off the top of my head real quick. All right, right. It's, it's really interesting. So, anyways, keep up the good work, Joe. Thanks, man. I appreciate your call. Real quick, we let's go to Tim and Lyndon. Hi, Tim. Tim, are you there? Oh, this, this Ken. Oh, Ken. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, um, I was just calling about the the gas tax. Yeah. Um, Inslee increased that by fifty seven cents at the beginning of the year. And I applaud the gentleman that called in earlier that rides his bicycle, but uh, these roads are paid for by the gas taxes, Mm -hmm. and that's just one point that I have. And I have a friend that has a hydro vehicle, which is half electric, half gas, Uh and it's the same year as his wife's car, and hers is all gas. And when they went to renew their tabs this year, his was seventy or eighty dollars more than hers because his was a hydro or a hybrid. Uh huh. Okay. Or a hybrid. Hybrid. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um. But uh, yeah, I. Uh, you know, our our gas taxes were second highest in the nation to California. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they tacked on that 56 or 57 cent tax at the right. beginning of the year. All right, Ken, I'm sorry I'm out of time. I think it's trying to get us to use less gas, but um, we'll, we can resume our conversation tomorrow. Hope you have a great rest of your day. GMC, I've done a great job with the new trucks. I'm blown away. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Northwest Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. I love trucks. I really love trucks. Matter of fact, if you ever see me driving something around town, it's going to be a truck. But what they've done with a new model is absolutely amazing. Yes, I thought that GMC had really good competition with the other brands. But what they have rolled out this year and what they're coming with is absolutely untouchable. Great quality, super cool technology. How they look, how they drive, is can't compare with nothing in the market right now. Not because I sell it, because I, I'm a big fan of other makes and models. It's just because it's true. I've driven them, and I'm absolutely in awe. GMC. We are professional grade. Northwest Chevrolet, Buick, GMC Cadillac. Don't miss the savings you'll find at Wilson's Furniture during their Labor Day sale. Going on now with up to $900 off the Serta iComfort mattresses with select adjustable base. It's the best prices of the year right now at Wilson's in Ferndale. Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. This is News Talk 96.5 and AM 790. KGMI Bellingham. KISM HD2 Bellingham from the West Mechanical Studio.